you know, like I said before, if, and I said this to the team, if you want security at your position, then you have to play well. That, that's what gets you security at your position. If you're not playing well, then we're going to evaluate, can anybody else play that position more consistently, better, whatever. Now, back to Bet MGM tonight. Here are Nick Ashu, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. And a simple answer from Nick Saban there. Alabama now number 10 in the country at South Florida, 32 point favorites, total 61.5 this weekend. Jalen Milrow benched after what happened last week in those two interceptions against Texas. And yeah. you know, we kind of went into this season questioning what the quarterback situation was going to look like for Alabama. Jalen Milrow won it. Looked pretty good week one, although wasn't really throwing the ball all that well. Then you see the two interceptions. And the one thing we know about Nick Saban is he doesn't like to lose at all. So if you're going to lose the way that you did on national TV to Texas, a team you're going to be seeing in the SEC starting next year, he ain't playing around. And that's clearly what he was saying right there. Figured there was going to be a short leash just because Tyler Buckner came over with Tommy Reese, too, who called plays, obviously, in Notre Dame. Uh, I've seen who a lot you're of... not a fan of. I've seen a lot of... To- I mean, it's obviously, you know, like... He's not going to be running the Tommy Reese offense because any coordinator in Alabama runs the Alabama offense, right? So in that system, maybe he looks better than he did at Notre Dame. I mean, at Notre Dame, he threw three touchdowns, five picks in 2022. 2021, three touchdowns, three picks. Like, he was the 2022 Gator Bowl MVP. Played all right in a bowl game. He could use his legs. He's athletic. But he's not your typical... Put it this way. He's not Tua... He's not Jalen. Yeah. He's not even Mac Jones. And it's just crazy because, like, Alabama, you know, it used to be they were built on the run game, really strong defense, yes. obviously. But it was like A.J. McCarron, and it was game-managing quarterbacks. And then they had a really good run, obviously, where they just had Bryce Young, the number one overall pick. And now it seems like they're kind of going back to where they were like a decade ago. And uh, it's weird to see that Tyler Buckner, who I was uh, cursing every single Saturday, is now starting <laughs> at Alabama. And we have Sam Hartman. Like, what did I do to deserve such nice things? I mean, this listen, football sometimes season? things turn around. You lost Aaron Rodgers, so at least you're going to have that well, now. Damn it, Nick. Like, I'm trying to think positive here on a Friday night. Well, I'm when trying I, to remind you that when it's I would okay. rather be at a fish fry drinking old huh. fashions. But... Is there a fish fry going on? That's a Midwest thing. Uh, I, no, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm sure that's probably not here. Here it's probably like sushi and complaining about Trump. But I uh, that is wait, true. Wait, what's the deal with the fish fry? Is that oh, that's a that's a big thing? Midwest thing. No, it's just it's an all all Friday thing. We it's, it's we, always on Friday. Yeah. Isn't there a time of the year where it's like Lent. every every everybody gets uh it's like a fish time where there's like fish floating out of the water you just take a net it's, and you grab a bunch of fish It's a Catholic fish. thing. We can't eat meat on Fridays during Lent. Uh, so we have No, to but eat you're fish. saying like No, there's like a time of the year for Midwest fish too where everybody has like these cookouts. Is that what the salmon of Capistrano? And, fi- and fish, what is it called? Have you guys ever been to a fish fry though? I'm like not. at somebody's house? Oh. No. I've heard it's a ton of fun. I just oh. haven't been invited. I thought that was a I South never lived, thing. Never lived in the Midwest. See, see I'm not going to rip. I think it is a Southern thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good though. But anyway, like I was saying, so, uh, Tyler Buckner is now starting in Alabama, and we have that beautiful beard and Sam Hartman. I was Hartman shocked when I saw that, and I know that he had a short leash, and there were really ambiguous about who the starting quarterback was going to be. And then Jalen Milrow just looked really good, though, uh, in week one. So you lose to Texas, and I thought maybe he'd be given some sort of kindness. 
empathy, forgiveness. Not there. Not, Not with there. Nick Saban. Not when Peepaw's calling up uh, well, let's, fine bomb. Keep in mind here, too. First off, this is a great time to do it when you're a 32-point favorite yeah. going in this weekend. It's, it's a, a great time to switch quarterbacks. It is. It's, you know how Alabama loves to have their tune-up games. They play the Citadel in, like, week five. This is what they do. But if you go back and look at the list of quarterbacks... It's only been a recent thing, like you said, Ryan, where it's like we're looking at NFL-caliber quarterbacks. We go back to Brody Croyle, John Parker Wilson, Greg McElroy, yeah. A.J. McCarron, who you mentioned, yes. Blake Sims, John Coker, Cooper, Cooper Bateman was out there, uh, Blake Barnett, and then... In 2016, after Blake Barnett, you got Jalen Hurts. And then it was Tua and Mac Jones and Bryce Young. So, it for the most of the time, Alabama has been more of an old-school defense, run it up the gut, uh, focus on having three great running backs or whatever the case is. Eddie Lacy. And, and winning that way. Yeah, like they, they, don't, they don't normally – they're not a quarterback school up until recently. So, Nick Saban's been here before and he knows, if it ain't working, I'm going to go quickly to somebody if else. you can get props for Tyler Buckner – no. Uh, would you take the under on those passing yards? Would you take the over, or would you stay away? I would stay away because it is South Florida, and I think South Florida is bad. I mean, it's a 31 – now, ooh, as I say that, 32-and-a-half point spread, minus 115 for Alabama. I'm going to actually bet this game, though. This is going to be added. As bad as Tyler Buckner is, that probably, like, rejuvenates the offense, mm-hmm. him taking over now. And that's the thing with Milrow is he's just a one-read quarterback. I wanted to believe in him because, like you said, Trista, he did look good week one. And he did, in that offense, make the right throws, hit the deep ball a couple times. But then in a big game against a good Texas defense, like he was staring down his receivers on both of those picks. And Tyler Buckner, as bad as he is, I think won't do that. I'm going to play Alabama first half. I'm going back to the old classic. Um, Probably like half of a unit here. Alabama minus twenty one in the first half against South Florida on the road. There, look, there's a lot, there's a lot of of pressure on Nick Saban. I, I don't care what type of career that he's had. He doesn't think about the past. He thinks about where he is now yeah. and what the future becomes. And we've watched Georgia win two national championships in a row, and we've seen Nick Saban on the set of that national championship game with ESPN, where it's talked about how Georgia has now taken over the SEC. Like, that was a conversation, and I mean, his face then became a meme, right? So he's thinking about all these kinds of things. And then you lose to Texas, another team that's now going to be in the SEC starting next year. And everybody says Texas is back. He lost to a former assistant. He rarely loses to assistants ever. Yep. He's 1-4 and four against the spread on the road since the start of last season. We've watched Alabama now go from the team that not only owns the SEC, but owns all of college football to now not even owning your own conference with Georgia where it is. Now, at the beginning of the season, we were talking about LSU. Uh, I think we're still going to probably at least lean Alabama over LSU, maybe this early in the season, but we know that all that can change. But all of this is swirling around, and Nick Saban is competitive as anybody could possibly be. He doesn't like, well, I've won all these national titles. It's what about now and what are we doing and what are people saying at this moment? Because he ain't dumb. He knows what people say. He has his own coaches show. You heard that audio. He had some, who was it? Who was it, Luke, that called into his show, what was the guy's name? Pee-wee. It was some dude, Pee Wee or something, some yeah. fan, and like Pee-wee. asked him about the like, yeah, like he talks to the fans. He knows they're not happy, and he's a god, and he'll never pay for a drink his entire life. And he's got a giant house on the water in Florida, and he's going to be fine, and his legacy is intact. But he doesn't care about any of that. So if you screw up he's when the psycho. team is winning, it's one thing. If you screw up when the team is not number one in the country, it's going to be even worse. Do you want to hear the audio? Yeah. Yes. Do we have it? Yes. With Pee Wee. I need it. This Coach, is- how are you, sir? Well, Pee Wee, I've been wanting to talk to you all week, man. I mean, we got to firm <laughs> up the pocket. We're setting too soft. We're getting pushed back in the middle. 
All right, everybody thinks we can't hold up against the blitz, but they're sacking us with four-man rush, one three-man rush. Only one sack came off of a pressure, so I wanted to ask you what the hell's going on. (laughs) (laughs) At least a little bit of humor there. Like, Nick Saban has that, like, subtle humor every once in a while, like Bill Belichick, but he ain't happy. And, 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 I mean, but what happens... Tell him Pee-wee ain't happy. If Pee-wee's not happy... Nick Saban's not happy, but if Tyler Buckner can't play, what's like what's next? Yeah, what do you do at that point? Do you just bounce back and forth you pack between quarterbacks? You into a suitcase. <laughs> you call this one an L, this whole season an L, and you get on the phone and you start thinking about quarterbacks to steal in the transfer portal. That's, That's what yeah. you do. You know what's a conversation that nobody wants to have, especially in SEC territory, is the SEC this year is very, 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 very overrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. just saw Texas A and M get lit up by Miami. LSU got lit up by Florida State in the second half of that game. So look at the ACC beating up on the SEC this year. I mean, how do you? I, I like Ole Miss. I like Ole Miss maybe the best out of the West. Arkansas, I think they get beat by BYU this weekend, especially with no Rocket Sanders out there. Auburn, Mississippi State, I think Mississippi State gets beat up on. And then you look at the East. Yeah, sure, Georgia, but they don't play anybody. And I think they're going to get tripped up this year. I like Kentucky to go over their win total, but I don't like them to sneak into the playoff. Mississippi State almost lost to Arizona, and Arizona – Effing stinks. Yeah, you got Tennessee. I mean, people bring up Tennessee. Like, when you talk about the SEC East, I think Florida's going to beat Tennessee in the Swamp this weekend. So, I just – the SEC is very overrated. I do not want to see a one-loss or a two-loss team in the playoff this year, even in an expanded uh, field. If you had to name the four teams that were in the playoff right now, who would they be? Michigan is definitely going to be in. Okay, that was one that I had. Um, Georgia? Georgia, most likely, because they don't play anybody, although I do think somebody could trip them up. Yeah, I'll go Georgia right now. Uh, in the ACC, I'm going to say Florida State mm-hmm. is for real. And then Pac-12, I'll go Oregon's going to sneak. I don't. Th- I think Oregon has a shot to go unbeaten. Or all those teams trip each, up, uh, trip each other up or something like that. But I think Oregon's really good. You know how I talk about Utah every year? Like, Utah's a different Pac-12 team because they could run the ball. They're tough in the trenches. They're mm-hmm. more physical. It's not just a passing offense and a terrible secondary. That's kind of what Dan Lanning's doing right now. He's built a really good culture. The only thing that scared me was Kenny Dillingham being gone as Bo Nix going to go and have a road stinker. And I know it was only Tech, but played pretty good in that game. Are we uh, are we forgetting about Texas? We just left. Oh, yeah. What the hell am I talking yeah. about? Throw Oregon yeah, out of there. Yeah. Texas. I, I picked I Texas. I was kind of surprised. I, was I like, picked Texas and Clemson to here. win it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's the problem this year, though. You could really make the case, like, what if USC runs the table in the Pac-12? It's just the back end of that schedule is so tough. I didn't even bring up my squad, Notre Dame. What if they beat Ohio State? What if Ohio State is just playing possum right now and Kyle McCord really can throw the football down the field? It does have it, it does have Question the feel marks. of more parity this year. I like it though. We have a lot, and that's what we need. And listen, this is then gonna be where people sit here and point out why we're gonna have a twelve team playoff moving forward after this. And Which then it's, I love. Yeah, and I love it too. I know we're gonna have some blowouts, but if I'm being honest with you, I'd rather see more teams get an opportunity, even if they get their ass kicked, than having a bunch of teams get left out. It's one thing if we're talking sixty eight teams and then 69, nice, and 70 get left out, like, we'll be okay. But if we're talking about four teams, and you know there could be three or four other programs that could get in there, and maybe if it's a, it's a, it's one game at first, win just one game, and have what you get similar to March Madness in a college football setting, I'll take it. And Survive if there's, in advance? If there's every year, yeah, like if there's every year, I actually kind of wish that we were having the 12 team playoff this year. Yeah, me yeah. too. Just be because awesome. of how, how wide open it is. But the hope is that and it's going to be more year wide for open. And the Pac 12, too. Right. And it kind of feels like the Pac 12 is in this moment where it's like this last gasp of like, let's go out with a bang. 
It's yeah. really how the conference feels it right now. It would be like uh, how they say, like, you need something to die for something to live, like, right? Like, yeah. the Pac-12 dies, and like the Phoenix from the ashes, it we rises get the 12-team playoff. See, right? that's the only thing about the expanded playoff field, though. Like, when we get there, we're going to have, like, three lost SEC teams in the pack. Like, that's the only thing that I don't want to see. But a lot of three lost SEC teams could be better than, let's say, a one-loss ACC team. But I think that it's all kind of, like... I think that's changing, and I think that the transfer portal is a big reason think, for yeah, that. I mean, I think it's a big yeah. deal too. Look at what Colorado's doing just in one year, you know, and then Nuts. look at what USC see, I think did that's in an one outlier. year. What, what Deion Sanders Texas has been State. able to do is is an outlier. You're not going to see that much. I mean, I don't USC, know. GJ Kenny's doing it right now. Oh US, you know what I mean? Oh Maryland God. Oh my just returned God. a kick for a touchdown. Oh my God! Sorry. What was that? that well, was it was fourteen nothing Virginia. But I'm saying, like, a good coach. And now Maryland just scored. Yeah. What's the total? Let's go back. Uh, I mean, 54 and a half. No, but that's probably going to change because, yeah. I bet it's 61 yeah. and a half. Yeah, they I'm just pulled under. it now. I'm going under. I'm going to Just double up on the uh, the old Air Force under I'm tonight. I'm going to split the spin go the wrong. Oh, my goodness. You can jump in on Army minus four and a half. They're up seven nothing on UTSA. Down to 45 and a half if you still want to jump go. in on the fighting Jordan Loves on the road, taking on Air Force, <laughs> our Air Force. Hey, before we go back to break, I want to bring up this Alabama-USF game one more time. The team total for Alabama is listed at 47 and a half. How do we feel about that? If Tyler Buckner's going to play this full game, do we trust Alabama to put 50 on the board? Yeah. May, no, to. no. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, going to bet that. I wouldn't, but I'd go. I would, I would lean under, but I wouldn't bet it. Like, if you forced me to pick a side, I would, I would lean, take the under. I would lean over simply because it feels like Nick Saban is going to try to run these boys into the ground. I mean, it's Alabama's defense. You could yeah. have a couple pick sixes mm-hmm. in this game, a yeah. couple scooping scores. It's not anything I want to mess with. First, that, If you want to do anything in this game, if you really need some action, Bama first half, the yeah. old classic. See, I'm a little frustrated because I already took this They're bet pissed. yesterday, not oh. knowing that Jalen Milleroe was going to be set, thinking that he would be I playing. think you're actually in a better spot. And I don't trust Tyler Buckner, especially what he did last year at Notre Dame. I did not like watching him. but Well, if he goes we'll out see. there and he's not good, though, they'll, they'll pull him. See, that's one of the negatives of betting games early, though. Yeah. You may get better prices. You may get better numbers. 60 and a half now. It's South Florida over. against Alabama, Luke. You'll, you'd probably be all right. <laughs> Why you bet that, though? Like, out of uh, the entire board, you're like, you know what? This is the week He's that like, Alabama's going to bounce back. Together. He was like, just Alabama, bounce they're going to bounce back. They're going to be pissed off. You just go first half when you know they're going to kick the crap out of them. And then in the second half, you never know. Who knows? Maybe John Booty will get out there and take some snaps. <laughs> John Booty. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, oh this look, God. Alabama is still a powerhouse, and they'll just beat the hell out of USF most likely. They but that being that said, there's you just no touchdown. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a touchdown. Okay, oh, yeah, sorry. It still hasn't updated on. No, it has now. Okay, sixty-one and a half. You like the I think under I now? I have to go back. I have to think. I think I have to take the under sixty-one. And Maryland half. always gets off to a slow start. I mean, problem is they gave up, you know, two scores. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? Just stay away from this game. You don't I'm have already to... on it. Well, well, then, well, I mean, like, yeah, you don't go back in. Hey, like, just it's you know. Just remember like a, last night. Throw it away. Toss the. What happened last night? How did it look it. at the beginning? I can't. I'd say we could turn it off, but end. I need Hemby to unfortunately get some yeah. touches, and they're down seven. So I don't even feel good about my Damn, rushing. I'm gonna prop. have to spin the block and go Air Force in 23 minutes under. Just go bet the Bengals. Run, run to the run to the game. safe betting zone. That's the zone. bet of the year. The Bengals, the safe betting zone. That's where you got to go. Although we are fading the Ravens as dogs, which is always scary. That is true. Now they're beat down. Speaking of last night, another bad beater. Maybe it was a really clutch cover, depending on what you were looking at. So 
What are the Vikings and Eagles going to be the rest of the cover. season? Yeah, it was a clutch cover for some. Bet MGM tonight. We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.